It's the KGEZ Good Morning Show with Robin Mitchell and John Hendricks. And joining us from the Nurturing Center, Jennifer Severe. Hi, good morning. Good, good morning, morning, Jennifer. Before we get to the Nurturing Center, I want to ask you about the uh, the school board. <laughs> yes. What's, uh, what's happening there? Um, uh, lots of great things are happening there. Um, what exactly? I don't know. We're just kind of in that, like, lull time. We're lo- starting to interview. Um, we put it out for a new superintendent. Because as you know, last year we hired Randy as an interim. So we've put all the stuff out for getting a new superintendent that closes on uh, January 12th, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we'll start interviewing at the end of January to get that rolling. Um, We're trying to figure out ways to communicate better with the... the community so i have reached out to see if maybe we could have like a kps corner in the paper so we can talk about all the things because i'm sure people have questions and the board meetings are hard to get to and so um just making ourselves more available for people to ask us questions and kind of find out what's going on so you know one of the things that people don't realize is on the school board uh, you don't just sit up there on the dais and uh you know, once a month or every other week or whenever yeah. you do it, that uh, you guys uh, each are assigned to a committee. Yep, lots of committees. I'm the chair of the communications committee, which is appropriate for me. Um, and mm-hmm. I also sit on the curriculum and the policy committees. So there's a lot of work that happens every month. And then we also do like board visits to the schools, which is really great. And then there's a group of us um, trustees that out of our own pockets, um, we go out once a month or twice a month, depending on the size of the school, and we have a woot woot wagon full of treats. <laughs> <laughs> so we take that to the to the schools, and we um, have treats and snacks, and we have a coffee cart that comes, and we pay for coffee for all the teachers just to wow. show some appreciation. Yeah, okay. I see you showed up at, uh, at, at uh, uh, what was it? Uh, which school was it the last time I saw your picture, though? Uh, we did Rankin. Rankin, that's where time. you were. Yeah, yep. you brought the Woot Woot cart. Yep, Woot Woot yeah. Wagon. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so everybody, uh, each of the members is on different committees. So then when you have a group meeting, everybody gives each other an update what's yep. going on? Yep, yep. Okay. All the committee chairs report back on what that committee is doing. And you kind of set priorities? We try to set priorities. What a concept. I get it. I know, I know. You know, people think it's so easy to be a school board member. Yeah, it's actually pretty hard. And then especially when it, you know, kind of times roll around where you have to, like, make some really hard decisions, which Mm -hmm. may come up here pretty soon with levies not passing and such. Yeah, no, we'll reserve that for another day. Yeah, that's not all right. That's so not holiday talk. <laughs> all right, let's talk Nurturing Center. All right, Nurturing Center. We are just rolling along. Not, you know, we don't have a lot going on. We um, last year we tried to do like a um, like a giving tree, and we tried to um, be part of the holiday stroll and stuff like that. Um, but it just wasn't super successful. And I know like you have to do things a couple times before they really get rolling, but. Um, this year, we just have been kind of in the background doing some stuff. Um, we've been supplying, uh, they have like a diaper tree at Providence Hospital in, Pol- in Polson. And so we've been providing like diapers and wipes and formula down there, which has been really great. Um, we've made some connection with the Big Fork Food Bank. So we've supplied them with some things. Um, so just doing a lot of like background work. We did this year, um, I went to a big conference in San Diego, all about like fundraising and stuff for nonprofits. And um, they, one of the things that they talked about was having like a gift catalog that you put out 
but this was like beginning of November, so I didn't really have time to put that together. So I created a website that you can go to. So if you are in a position where you um, are looking to make donations or, you know, kind of larger year-end donations to um, an agency, we would love to have that. And it's <laughs> uh, it's really clear on the website, like what that money goes to. And so we have a section where you could supply diapers and wipes and formula for a family for a period of time or you could help pay for a scholarship for a family for a period of time for like when we do winter break and um, summer vacation is really hard and like we've talked about lots those families that don't qualify for the best beginnings help but still just are barely making it so we mm -hmm. really try to get those families um, some extra help have we been able to uh, uh, adjust some of the uh, uh, requirements for some of these programs uh, uh, as, I as a little bit of background is that uh, when uh, wages went up, and of course people were grateful for their, their raise, Absolutely. but it threw them off programs, which actually put them upside down so mm -hmm. that it really was... Uh, a move backwards. Well, yeah. you wound up having to pay for the privilege of going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, there's not been any movement there. <laughs> and it would be really nice if um, we could have a little bit of movement uh just to kind of take into account like what people are paying for housing and such right now. Mm -hmm. um, there's like no accounting for the rise in what stuff costs. There's just like the basic, you make this much so you don't qualify for this. But at the same time, now they're paying, you know, maybe twice as much as they used to for housing or food or, you know, mm -hmm. everything else. So is there anything that's be, that's happening in the private sector maybe to help people? Um, nope, mm. <laughs> not that I've seen. I mean, yeah. people are really generous, you know, people in the Valley are really generous. I think people are trying to come up with more scholarships for like, you know, especially some of the child cares, some of the faith-based ones for sure have like created their own like scholarship programs to kind of help people out. Um, the people that don't qualify for best beginnings, but, um, it's just hard. Yeah. Any chance we might be able to get that uh, dealt with here in the next legislative session? Mm -hmm. I know that's a year There's away. There's always but a chance, right? Like yeah. all we can do is go out and advocate and talk about how um, people should have their children in quality child care because brain develops, you know, 85% of your brain develops from zero to five. And so let's get them quality young mm -hmm. so that they grow into fabulous people. Well, we've tried and tried for a long time to get uh, pre-K into the program and mm -hmm. we still can't quite get it done can't get it done nope mm -hmm. there are some things so um i was at a meeting for the the bright beginnings um it's like the b5 grant mm -hmm. um and so there is some work happening around that um for early literacy because you know all the data shows that based on where a kid is at at their reading level on grade three kind of sets a path for them to go through high school and, and adulthood. And not that that's like if your child isn't at grade level by grade three that they're going to like, you know, crash and drop, burn. Yeah, drop out of school or something. But there is some data that shows that the better the kid is at, if they're at grade level at least by third grade, that they're going to have easier success through high school. Robin was bringing some up the other. He was uh, kind of surprised that uh, – Kids in uh, kindergarten are reading. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny when you think about that because um, people think about going to school. I think parents are like, oh, my kid needs to know how to read before they get to school. And so when they look at like 
preschool programs or when they're looking at daycares and stuff, they're like, are you teaching my kid how to read? They need to know how to do all of this before they get to school. But really, the things that they learn in pre-K and in daycare are all those social emotional skills that allow them to sit still so that those kindergarten teachers can teach them how to read. Oh, that sitting still thing. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard. Um, and, you know, so... So having a really high-quality child care program for your kid to go to just really sets them up for success and sets them up for learning. If a bunch of kids come into kindergarten and they can't be trusted to sit still, keep their hands off their neighbor, yeah. you know, walk to the bathroom by themselves, like that part's really difficult. See, you know, uh, I, John and I grew up, first grade was, yeah, yeah. It was the it. beginning yeah. for us. And I think I was policed enough by then. <laughs> you better be, you know, you, you know. Well, and times are a lot different, right? Yeah, like yeah, when you were right. in first grade, they're like, sit down or else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Where that's not quite Go get the a case spanking. You know, <laughs> right. Wow. I remember even being in kindergarten. I had to sit in the lion's den. That's what it was called. Like <laughs> It was like this mattress in the corner. If you were naughty, you had to go yeah. sit in the lion's den. Yeah, I was six when I started uh, first grade at Hedges. And I was so eager to learn. I was really wanting to go to school because the big kids went to school. Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be there with the big kids. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, boy, I absorbed that like a sponge. Yeah. I See, couldn't get enough. Yeah. See, and I remember as far as reading goes, they had all of the alphabet, uppercase and lowercase, yeah. along the wall above the yeah. chalkboards, and you learned the ABC song. Yeah. And uh, then learned phonetics, mm -hmm. I think. And... Yeah, so it was all a building block thing. But I think the thing that's uh, that strikes me the most now is teachers going to college to learn how to be teachers. Uh, they're not so much learning information as they're learning how the Skills. brain functions, mm -hmm. yeah. how we learn. Yeah. What is it that stimulates that? Yeah. And uh, well, and going back to the school board stuff, you know, a lot of the stuff that's happening in the Kalispell Public Schools right now, um, we're like the first in the state to really jump in on this competency-based learning. And so mm -hmm. kids having ownership um, of their own work and teachers kind of, teachers are able to kind of take a step back and let kids work at their level. So now the kids are grouped rather than like sending a group of kids out for reading intervention. They get to stay in their classrooms yeah. and this group of kids is at this level, so they're working together. This group of kids is at this level, so they're gonna work together. And this group of kids is at this level, so they're gonna work together. And then these kids can help these kids. Um, mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's, it's really great. Instead of it being competitive, because I do remember mm -hmm. uh, those that had reading problems and stuff, maybe feeling uh, I don't know, different like, than yeah, the others. Yeah, a little inadequate. But instead yeah. now, it's more individually based mm -hmm. uh, where you're trying to improve where you're at yep. individually. Yeah, right? yeah. And they have a lot of like positive reinforcement. So it feels good. And so like when you've got that finally, like you get to move up to the next level and you're feeling You get a lot of attaboys really for making progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the other part of it is that uh, the team teaching. This is really uh, interesting to see this in a classroom where uh, the assessment is happening all the time. Yeah. Every every second these kids are in class, they're being assessed by two, maybe three teachers who are watching them, and uh, if their eyes kind of glaze over, and it appears that they're not getting it, 
they go right over there and assist them immediately. Mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. doesn't become a problem that it right. goes to the next day. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's done. It's taken That's care beautiful. of right then. Yeah. Yeah, we toured Hedges the other day, and there's just amazing stuff happening there with the teachers and what the kids are learning. And um, they they divide into these groups called um, crew, and so you have mixed ages. So one day, or I think it's like for a half an hour every day, they go into their crew groups. And so there's second graders through fifth graders that all get oh, together really? and kind of learn some new skills and talk about being a community and it's really just hey lots I can of see fun. We're getting to be with the big kids yeah, yeah. right that, yeah. that's great the socialization uh, when I got into the workforce I was I knew people were different ages but I felt like I was part of a, a group yeah you know and and you don't see age younger or older it's just a uh, team yeah, oh boy, and what a great concept to kind of yeah. cut down on bullying, right? You're like, yeah. oh my oh, gosh. you know, don't pick on this second grader because she's in my crew group. I know her, right? Like, <laughs> that's that's well, good. There's yeah. a big difference in size and in everything between a second grader and a fifth grader. A huge difference. Huge difference, and uh, and bringing them together so that they don't feel threatened by each mm -hmm. other or intimidated by each other are yeah. you fantastic are you eating at the big kids table yet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love it jennifer we were thrilled to see you the other night at women in hawaiian i, oh, yeah. I didn't realize you were time. part of that organization i'm part of everything i got my fingers in a little bit of everything <laughs> right. including the like the community um housing group mm -hmm. we're doing some community connect events instead of the winter warm-up this year which is going to be really great and uh, the uh, uh uh, the Northwest Montana, uh, uh, what do you call it? They, uh, on, uh, they're in the old Woolworths building on. Oh, United Way? No, no. no. Uh, Northwest Montana, uh, uh, what are they? You know, I the can't say it. Yeah, like the Woolworths. Like Cap? Yeah, Cap. Yeah. Yeah. They bought the old Elks Lodge building I know, isn't down that cool? south of town. The Elks are now downtown. And uh, this is going to be a huge building. They're going to be able to use it for, for all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And they'll be selling that one on Main Street. Yeah. I wonder if Woolworths will come back. <laughs> That's what we I need. don't think so. <laughs> a department yeah, store. Yeah. I actually was throwing out some ideas. Wouldn't it be fun to have like a dance hall? Wow. I don't know. Just an idea hmm. for any of those people looking at buying it. Dance hall would be fun. <laughs> like some community <laughs> gathering place. You yeah. Know? yeah. That's going to be prime property there the, on the Lone uh, Branch in that same well that <laughs> same uh, block where the new James Hotel is going to go. Mm-hmm. Not James, it's... Uh, Something. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that new hotel is going to go in, so yeah. look out, folks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jennifer, thank you so much all for yeah. all you're doing, and I, I really love talking education with you yeah. this morning. Yeah, thanks so much.